I get it. Oh, you want to do it? Okay. I, TV. We usually yeah, I get the clap. Let's do it. Five, four, four three, three, two, two one. All right. All right. Um, <clears throat> do you all watch? Have you been watching Angie Tribeca at all? Do you all know that show? I think I watched one, maybe two episodes, and I really liked it, but I have not watched any more than that yet. It's unbelievably good. I thought that that kind of comedy was so dead. Like the spoof comedy? Basically, yeah. That's what it is, like, right? Yeah, it's like that screwball shit of, of Naked Gun and Hot mm-hmm. Shots. The Zucker brothers. The Zucker, Zucker and, Ab- and Abraham? Is that his name? Abramson? It's something like that. Is That's their show? No, 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 no. It's not their, their show. It was just those guys wrote all of the airplane movies and the Naked Gun movies. Yeah. Yeah, I liked, I liked it a lot, what I saw of it. It is goddamn hilarious. I am just so happy right now that that is in my life. I could masturbate. My introduction to that show was you telling me that you had auditioned for the show playing accordion. No, and so that's I feel a like whole other be... fucking thing. <laughs> that's not that? No, and that's not accordion? It's not even accordion. Are you, think, are you talking about Mrs. Maisel? You auditioned for Mrs. Maisel? They wanted me to audition to come in to play the auto harp on Mrs. Maisel, but then oh. I got an email after like two months, and I was so excited because I wanted to be on The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. That show's awesome, too. I like it. Well, I've, I'm really hot and cold on that show. We can go into that in further detail, but I re- I do like it. <laughs> Generally, I like it, but there are things that I don't like, but we can I'm talk about that. I've watched season one so far. I watched, we're like halfway into season two, but the problem started in season one, so we okay. could talk all about it at some point. Later date. I got that show confused with the other show. Also, the instrument confused with accordion, so that's where I stand. Now go continue, <laughs> Anthony. Yeah, you are batting <laughs> zero. Wait, what is a bad batting? Like, you're batting a thousand is is bad or good? That's good. No, that's good. Batting a thousand means you hit it every time. That's perfect. Yeah. Oh, I see, because people say it sarcastically, like, oh, you're batting a thousand, and I always wonder, like... That's, is that really bad? I just don't know. It's good. But like a 500, which is a point five oh oh, is supposedly really good, even it's though it's really like half bad. the time, right? Totally. Is that yes. I'm oh, apparently so even- the sports authority uh, when Greg is gone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. that is true. Among this group, you are the sport authority. <laughs> oh, it feels good. I, I am sports. Wasn't that a, a store? Uh, uh, this, I think the sports authority, that does sound like a store. Yeah, I think that was Yeah, a store. that was a store. Yeah. What happened to that store? Is that around anymore? Turned into dicks. Did they get rid of that? And they turned it into dicks? Like magic no, warlock style? <laughs> well, you know, there's like dick dick sports goods, and they're like, oh. nobody will find this precocious. I'm just kidding, though. It's probably I see. I was picturing that. like the sea of dicks, like a big heaping pile oh. of dicks. Which yeah, that would make sense. Also, be interesting. <laughs> what if your mother looked exactly like Chuck Schumer? <laughs> I've been thinking about that all week, and I don't know why. But I, it's not funny. It's just I find it funny, and I've been thinking about it all week. I, I would I would guess that two percent of the population's mothers do look like Chuck Schumer, but they wouldn't admit it. Indiscernible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope you're right. I, I I think I am. Two out of every hundred people's parents, their mother looks like Chuck <laughs> Schumer. Exactly. Yeah, I'll die on that sword. <laughs> Interesting stance to take. <laughs> I don't know why I've been thinking about that. I don't know. I just I just find it humorous to, to, to think what it would be like if mom looked indiscernibly like Chuck Schumer. That reminds me, not really applicable, but so 
uh, two episodes ago, as uh, from this episode, I shared a story about my great aunt, and I was very cautious to share pictures because I know my family is very sensitive about this, even though she is a famous Walmart. Yeah, fan. I don't can understand I, why I they're you, sensitive. I pulled my car over and looked up that picture. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I hope you pulled it over <laughs> to like the left shoulder. <laughs> no, I pulled it over in, in a spot. It was fine. I I, I was safe. But I, I pulled over to look at that look at that picture. Awesome. And you saw it and they're like, I have no reason to lie about that. And like that would be a really funny lie to make up, but no, that's that's my great aunt Ruthie. But my mom today, Anthony and I again, this is in the future, Anthony was like, Hey, you should share that picture today. I was like, I don't know, my family might not be cool with it. My mother said I saw that picture of you guys with all your heads in the toilet. That's that's pretty low brow. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> oh. So I so I am glad that as of today, as of the recording, I haven't shared my aunt Ruthie, but I'm sure tomorrow I'm going to wake up and it's it's going to happen. The world will have seen this. And thank you Sean for looking it up. <laughs> You're welcome. I mean, it's impressive. It's incredible. It's that incredible. is a thing. Did you I, I, I have you been aware had you been aware of that phenomenon before? It's called a Polish plate. <laughs> that, no, that single dreadlock. Yeah, if you, if you go if you go and search for pictures of a Polish plate, you'll see other people with that uh, uh. hair choice. I guess you would call it. Wow. Okay. Right on. Your mother doesn't listen, does she? No, of course not. <laughs> okay, then I can say what I'm about to say. <laughs> she barely listens to you and me whenever we talk in person, let alone on a recorded podcast that she has to go and find on the internet. So. But she does follow our pictures on Instagram. Again, they like I I've. Because I'm a great producer, everything auto posts to everywhere. Right. And oh, so, so she's on Facebook. Exactly. I Baby see. Baby boomers have taken that shit over. I see. So I need to post Thank a picture Russia. because I just downloaded. I just downloaded this app that will censor. Just downloaded. <laughs> I okay. downloaded this app that will censor your, uh, well, whatever you put it on. But there's like little. It like squares it out, you know. So there's little, you know, you can't see your dick. Pixelated. Or, or whatever you want to. <laughs> yeah, it pixelates it. So I need to do that with my wiener and then post something <laughs> regarding <laughs> Roseanne. Like, is, is this is this okay, Roseanne? So, so, something like that I feel would be good for me and bad for everybody else. I, I like it. I approve. Yeah. Yeah. She would see it, though. She would. Okay. Yeah. That's all that counts. That's what counts here. Greg and Man was supposed to be on this show, and I hadn't even really rethought about it, but Sean had asked us a question about our Marquez episode. This is true. That we were going to address on the episode with Sean, even though I completely forgot about it until this moment. Do we want to Do we want to worry about well, that? Are we, gonna, we wanna... are we starting the episode? We're, you know, you know me. Okay, why don't we just why don't we just start the episode so then we can then we can do that. Okay, well, that's We have to start the episode. You can't just not start the episode. That's a you thing. What if we're already in the episode? How do you know? I, yeah, I mean, I feel the same way, but I get yelled at all the time for, <laughs> for not, not starting, starting yes, yeah, okay. properly. So I'm taking the time now to say, oh, hey, everybody. <laughs> this, this is Let Me Ask You a Question, the podcast. Look, look at us. We started our episode. Now you're supposed to complain about how the episode's top-heavy, just like my Aunt Ruthie was. <laughs> <laughs> but she wasn't really top-heavy, though. That, that was... She was top-heavy in more than one way. That hair weighed a lot. That hair weighed a lot, and she had an ample bosom, not for nothing. So That's I'm right. If saying. you were to put her bosom in a scale and the hair in another scale, what would win? I don't know, but they're both on the top, so... 
you're not wrong. Yeah, they they both add to the same section, so. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. All right, what if you were to lop off the dread, the dread, the death? What do you call it? Polish death plate. lock. I call it a death lock. The Polish plate. Well, what was it called? It's called the Polish <laughs> yeah. plate. All right, yeah, if, I call it a death lock. If you lock. were to lop off the Polish plate and then put her on the other one like a seesaw, wh- what do you think would win? Maybe she, I, I, I pictured her doing like a heist where she had like a seesaw, but she, she could remove it and she threw it on the other end and she like shot up to the top of a building. Just let me ask you a question, the <laughs> podcast. So we have begun the episode. Oh. We have uh, Greg tonight is dead to us. He's not dead, period. Just dead to us. He's not appearing on this episode. So fuck him. Uh, instead, <laughs> we love you, Greg. We love you. It's why we say things like, fuck them, because <laughs> we love you so much. But we have a special guest in his place. We have Sean Arajo coming back for his second episode. Here he is. The Shauna Man. This is him. That's the man himself. Podcaster extraordinaire, musician, wonderful man. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, just all around great guy. Good to have you back. Thanks. Yeah, it's great to be back. This is so much more fun to listen to also while I'm watching Anthony's big dumb face on the screen. <laughs> so close, right? So anybody, anybody, I would really recommend try to come on the show if, if you can because this is really a treat. And just about anybody can come on the show. <laughs> you have to have at least a microphone and a computer. Maybe. I really, I think that's going to be the quote of quotes though. <laughs> like, I just like being here watching Anthony's big dumb face. It, it really adds to it. It really adds to the show. Yeah. Uh, producer EJ bought him a $4 camera that is uh, almost microscopic <laughs> slash telescopic, so I'll, I'll take the blame for that. I admire your third person right there. That's right. Do I seem louder because my face is so close? Do I seem... You You are loud. Yeah, but I mean, do you think that that plays in psychologically? Like, do I seem louder because of how close my <laughs> face is to the camera? What's that movie? Uncomfortably loud and annoyingly close? Is that, <laughs> yeah, is that it's basically like? the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Is that what this episode is called? Ex- extremely <laughs> loud and incredibly douchey. <laughs> Very close to the screen and incredibly awesome. I don't know, but it, it, do I seem louder? No. You think I'm louder? Probably. I don't know. I'm just going to say no. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. And that's producer EJ over there. How's it going? Incredibly top-heavy again. Good job, host <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> hey, I don't, want it, I don't want it to be top-heavy. I'm trying. I know. You, I'm try, you know what? If we didn't have to announce the show like, hey, everybody, this is Let Me Ask You a Question, I think we'd get to it a little faster because this takes a lot of time because the introductions end up taking a lot of time always. So, I don't know. Maybe we should just let it ride. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> Put a pin in it. <laughs> Relax. I did prepare a question, okay? okay. Cool it. Calm cool. down. I'm cool. Oh, yeah. Here's my question. If you were high level, high level in the CIA, do you think you would tell people close to you all the secrets? Ooh. That's a, that's a hard question to to answer because, like, that just makes my mind think of, like, what are actually all the secrets? Yeah, totally. It's deep, probably. It's probably deep and heavy. I think I would tell my wife Summer uh, most of them. Maybe not all of them, if there was something. You'd keep some. You'd keep some. You'd probably, keep some for yourself. It would really. De- it would have to be something like that. Uh, that I know, like she wouldn't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> like we we have a policy to really not talk about the news very much, un- unless oh, unless it's, a it's like something we're gonna actually 
do something about or something that's really going to affect us because uh, it's a lot. So yeah, but is that because you guys have disagreements, or because you're both so passionate, or what? What is the what is your what is your side of the reasoning for that? We we both agree on most things politically. I like to get ups, up get upset about it and vent and talk about oh, it way too I much see. and stress stress myself out and stress her out. So it's better to generally not talk too much about it. I so, see. So, so it's not so much that she elevates your stress, just that she'll let you talk and then you kind of go in the loop yourself yeah yeah i mean basically i it's how i yeah. feel about driving when i'm driving with uh, meredith so i you know meredith usually drives because i really don't like to drive i don't enjoy driving however i think meredith has a little bit more road rage than me so i will often i'll just drive anyways because mm. <laughs> because <laughs> then i just think we don't get into it as much because uh her her being upset just stresses me out. Mm. And but she so, doesn't get mad okay. at, at the way you drive, fortunately. I don't think she likes it. But, <laughs> I mean, because I wouldn't call myself a great driver. I'm doing big Chris Farley quotes right now. A great driver. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call myself that. But for some reason, and maybe this plays into the fact that I'm such a bad driver, but for some reason, I just... I'm so relaxed driving. I don't mm. get stressed out about anybody's driving. Hmm. You know, they, there could be somebody around me doing donuts on the highway, <laughs> and I would be whistling Dixie. Uh, that's a good attitude to have. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's why I'm a bad driver, though, because I'm so blithely ignorant. Hmm. Are you careless? Could be. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't care, so I don't know. <laughs> I will tell you, I've never gotten a ticket in my life. No ticket, but I have totaled a car, uh, but I don't think it was my fault. We talked about this on, an, on another episode. Yeah, a couple episodes ago. Please tell that again because I love that story, at least the end of the story. All right, I was playing Carousel at the Shawnee Playhouse. It was a playhouse in the Poconos where we all grew up. I was playing a production of Carousel, and recently, did I mention on this podcast? This on the podcast, I was at a party with somebody that was in that production. I don't think you did mention it. And that's just really bizarre because that was like 20 years ago. <laughs> Non-story, continue. Yeah, anyways, crazy. I mean, that's a crazy whoopsie-poo, you know? Is that what you call it? <laughs> Coincidence. So some guy was about to run you off the road. You ran off the road, hit some trees. Yeah, I, ba- I, I hit a tree. I toppled around all over the street, like, hey, to do buddy. And I ran into another tree on the other side of the road, and I got out of the car, and a little kid was looking at the, the total destruction that was my car and probably should have been my death. And was crying, and so I got out of the car, and I pretended to fire fake guns up in the air like a cowboy, and I said, yippee-ti-yi-yo, and, uh, and then I said, can I use your phone? So, so you're uh, so not stressed of a driver that even when you get in an accident, you're, like, trying to do a bit. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. I, I probably should have been so injured. I played the show that night, too. That was a matinee. I went back and played the show that night. I had to have one of my parents drive me because my car was totaled. Wait, this is after getting Tropico because that was really the main goal of the night. Yep. The video game for Super Nintendo? Tropico 1. No, it's PC. PC Tro- stuff. Mm. Oh, PC game. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's why I But I just pictured you getting out of the car because we had another episode that reminds me of where you're like, if there's an exploding building, what would be the theme song? Oh, yeah, right. Well, I picture you getting out of a crashing car and just be like, 
and this that's like one of my that's like my happy place memory like i'm sad now i just think of you getting out of that car meanwhile my femur is sticking through the back of my leg (laughs) but you have stirrups on now for some reason just like they came with the crash (laughs) yeah definitely and spurs yeah yeah definitely spurs okay uh ej (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah back to the question so not to, like, uh, call out any of my family or friends, but I, I definitely have a cousin who's in a clandestine service. And uh, he's a younger, good-looking guy. He's, like... Is he a knight? A, a knight? <laughs> no, he lives in America. What clandestine service? Uh, I don't know. You don't even know but the he... clandestine service. You just know that it's a... Cl- Is that how he describes it? I'm in a clandestine... He can't describe it. That's the deal. I'm pretty sure he's in the... Is he at the Knights of Columbus? He's in the Navy, but he does stuff that he's not allowed to talk about. And, like, he doesn't talk about it with his dad and this and that. But he's, like, really young. He's only been in for, like, three or four years, and they're going to let him retire really soon. And so I know that he does stuff that will allow you to retire after. Because I, I could be wrong. If you're in the military, please call in and correct me. No, I'm just saying no, no, there's, no, like, no. a point. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My mind is just spinning out of control. Cause I, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm thinking, wait, what if... What if the thing he can't tell you is that he's like the plaything of all the admirals? Do you think that's a possibility? I had another uncle where I think that was the case, where he's like, I can't tell you what happened. But meanwhile, I think he like joined a cult and was... Yeah. Which is cool. No judgments. But I don't think this cousin is that. I think he actually is doing stuff that he can't talk about. But he's like... I mean, I'm 34, so young is like any year younger than that. But he's like in his mid-20s. And I'm pretty sure that... Again, military people will call in and correct me. He's he's got enough points accrued to retire like with full everything after like four or five years. Um, That's scary. That's because he's done some weird shit with admirals. Well, and I don't know what. Yeah, maybe I don't know what what level he he could have just. I don't know if he's a spy. I don't know if he's. I don't know. And he. And what like, was his life like before he joined up, or or what sort of training? Like NK Ultra. Do, do you know anything about that? <laughs> yeah, he did MK Ultra training. It's, uh, as far as I know, pretty typical upbringing. Grew up in Florida. I think he was like a football player, young, but not a big guy. Like probably like five five, skinny kid. Mm. Pretty handsome. I wouldn't say he's a 10. No offense to him. But... <laughs> well, no. You like Supposedly, most clandestine people aren't stick out handsome. You have but to be like, ugly? No, you can't be ugly. You got to be like seven and a half. Pleasant looking. Well, you said five. No, I said he's not five. He's not even so he's five? He's not a 10. He's not a five. Oh, no, I'm oh saying I, he's see. Higher... I see. Okay, sorry. That's what I was misreading. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying he's like just handsome enough that you would probably be like, he's handsome, but you wouldn't notice him. Like Mr. Cellophane. He's like John C. Riley. I have no idea. Yeah, a little higher though. Cellophane. He seems like he's a little bit lower on this, but he he comes off as ugly, even though he's like nobody notices me. But it's like he's just kind of like I'm the elephant man, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody notices the elephant man. Yeah, well, that's how he sings that song. Like that's how that song comes across. He's like, uh, you know, like nah, man. People notice you. They just don't like you. Sidetrack. Would you rather be noticed for being ugly or not be noticed at all? Not be noticed at all. Yeah, without I, I think question. Not be noticed at all. Yeah. <laughs> unless you're making, unless so you're making sad. a huge sum of money for being noticed for being ugly, <laughs> and you can really uh, spin that into a career or something. Nah, I'd rather not be noticed. Oh People man. seem to do that. Oh, yeah. There's always like that young, not young. There's like that short, ugly guy who's always like, eh, I have so much charisma," and they seem to like do really well. But you're just like, man, was that Dean Malenko? 
<laughs> Dean Malenko, he had a good career on his, on his he shoulders. He did. Not as good as Razor Ramon, of course, but... No. Uh, <laughs> no. Paul Shear came to mind when you said that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, totally. Paul Shear, if you're listening, and I know you are, we don't mean any harm. Kudos on that career and uh, being married to June. What's his face? Uh, Harris's brother. Ford oh, Scott. Redhead. Scott. Scott Harris. He was Mr. Self. Character actor. He turned that He turned that shit around. He played that guy. He did. In, in real life? What are you talking about? Like from high school? Uh, oh, wait, no. He Who put- am I talking to? No, yeah, not that guy. <laughs> Don't we? Didn't we go to high school? Somebody named Scott Harris. Yeah. Scott Harris is my friend, and we went to high school with him, and he played that character in the he play. He did! And sang Mr. Mr. Cellophane. I did not mean <laughs> So how crazy <laughs> is that? that's what you were talking about. Oh, man, that would that'd be kind of fucking awful of me. No, I meant... How uh, crazy is it that that coincidence, though? That's pretty weird. Yeah. That's pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I remembered that. Yeah. No, I meant that redheaded director uh, that did like The Grinch and uh, American Graffiti. Oh, Ron oh, Howard. Ron Howard. <laughs> His brother, Clint That's Howard. Oh my God! Yeah, he's in all like the 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 uh, Adam Sandler movies. He was in like he was in like yeah. Little Nicky. He was in Silent Night, Deadly Night four and five. Yeah, so he he's made a career out of being not so good. Oh, Steve oh, yeah, Buscemi, let's true. just go with him. <laughs> what are we talking Much about? Less offensive. Being noticeably so, ugly. So my cousin, I think, is a spy. Oh yeah, your cousin is ugly. <laughs> no, he's not ugly. He's kind of ugly. No, he's 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 above handsome. He's above handsome. Above handsome is really good, like incredibly good. <sighs> no, he's the kind of person that you'd be like. Oh, and you wouldn't notice him because he's not ugly, but he's not handsome, but he's just handsome. Me and you don't get to handsome, so... <laughs> Speak for yourself. I'm just telling you, objectively. <laughs> I live in Hell, PA. I'm like, I'm like a Hell, PA 13 here. <laughs> People look me up and down like I'm a snack here. I, I realize where I am on the spectrum. I'm just saying I have the privy of living where I do. Okay, let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> they are not afraid of anyone. Pigeon babies grew without a care. They are happy with their loving mom. Seven. 
highly suggest that to everybody. I was born nervous. It was good. I might steal so that. So that last story that you said, though, reminds me that, you know, people who are, are really down in their luck and can't even afford to huff paint and or turpentine. They can't even afford that. That's can't bad. can't even afford that. They will huff human feces. Jankum. You can huff human feces? You can. Feces? <laughs> you, can, you can huff the feces. I think it has to be, like, aged, doesn't it? I... I believe you're correct. It has to like I think it like, needs to be aged ferment. to build up some some gas, yeah, some ferment fermentation yes. or release some of those uh, nasty gases. Like a mason jar, like you can just put it in a mason jar, put it in the fridge, pop it in the fridge, and later, like Thursday, these people don't have fridges, Anthony, nor mason jars. You put it in a plastic or in a, a regular plastic or a regular or even a bucket. They don't call it a bucket; <laughs> they call it a bucket. <laughs> it's it's because what they that's what they get their money from in when they're buying. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and then you let it sit, and then you can huff that. And I guess there's like a combination of, of ammonia and something else. I again, military <laughs> people call in, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's a combination of ammonia or something that you can huff in after the poop ferments, and you can get high from it for three and a half seconds or whatever it is. So you don't even need a fridge. <laughs> no fridge necessary. <laughs> good news. <laughs> yeah, Especially in the, the winter time, news. you just like hang out outside. Until now, when you mentioned the good news, people thought it was the Bible, but you know what it is? It, you can huff your own feces, and you don't need a fridge. That's a bumper sticker that I'm going to put on my car. <laughs> That's amazing. I couldn't concentrate on the rest of your story, so I could do this now. I could be well, ready. Well, in a couple days. How long? Yeah, what's the fermentation process? You're going to have to look it up on, like, WikiHow and see if they give you, like, a simple step-by-step, <laughs> like, guide to making Jankum. It's, it's called Jankum. Jankum. Oh, I'm looking that up right now. I got to get some Jankum jeans. <laughs> uh, that's how they came up with that name. <laughs> Definitely. Well, I'm fascinated by that. Tell me and if it, I'm right about that. I think it's. I think that's what it is. It is called Jankum for sure. Wow, that's amazing, and we should talk about that later. <laughs> for now, we still have to hear. We still have not even heard from EJ about what you would do in this scenario. Of my question, that's true. I got kind of got a side tangent, it. and during the break, my cousin who I had mentioned was murdered because I blabbed. But I digress. <laughs> uh, I would. I, I kind of blab a lot, and um, I realize that. I'm not a gossiper, but I am an oversharer. That's why you're so fat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? Wait, isn't, doesn't, don't people say telling secrets makes you fat? That'll make you fat? Never heard that. I've never heard You've that. You've never said that to somebody? Oh, really? Every, I wonder why I do that. Like, whenever I see somebody telling secrets, I say telling secrets... I say, don't tell secrets. That makes you fat, I always say. <laughs> Is that what the priest told you? Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> mm. That's probably it. My NK Ultra priest. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I would probably... Uh, I would try my best to not blab, but I would probably drop little hints because I just need attention. You know, I'd be like... I'm just saying the president of Zimbabwe has that kind of pepperoni. You know, I'd like you're stuff. like you're like <laughs> you know, like you know, stuff like, like <laughs> rhymes with assassination. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I killed somebody, but I'm not saying I didn't kill somebody. You know, like I'd have to. I just couldn't help myself. Uh, so you would do it in a cute way. Yeah, but not not if I was paid by a foreign government for secrets, because I'm hoping to get security clearance so I can move out of LPA and get a good job. So if you're listening, government, because you always are, no, I'm not going to blab the secrets. 
I'm just going to give little coy hints about how cool I am. That's all. All right. If anybody's ever looking to hire producer EJ for a government job, he just winked his way through that whole segment. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, maybe that's what your cousin does. Maybe his job is to keep tabs on this podcast and make sure that nothing shady is going on. What a waste of his time. (laughs) (laughs) God, you know how important that makes me feel? That would be amazing. Yeah, our whole listener base is just FBI making sure we're on the up and up. (laughs) This has been your job interview the whole time. (laughs) I'm not winning. All that said, all, all of this said, I would never tell anybody because that wouldn't, that just wouldn't give us any justice. I would tell people at bars. <laughs> You'd tell people on the subway, at the bank, at CVS. You'd be getting a doctor's appointment. The doctor would like bend over and be like, do you know I was a spy? Yeah. <laughs> I would always, like the day before I assassinated somebody, I would always be riding the subway and I would say, hey, remember this president or this dictator? You know, and they'll be like, what do you mean remember? And then I would go, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my style with that kind of thing. Pretty subtle. <laughs> Pretty subtle. Pretty subtle. Yeah, I th- but here's my thing. I think I think that everybody tells people they're close to. I bet. I bet. And if you don't, that's got to be really weird. What kind of strange is that put on a relationship? I can't imagine. Yeah. I would I, I would honestly think that like because of the pressure and what's at stake, if you were just if you just said to your significant other like I really can't tell you. I would think that there would be some satisfaction in that. But why? I would hope so. Like, you, you'd have to be able to car- compartmentalize your life in a really serious Big way time, to yeah. draw those lines. I, I, I think that would be really hard for me. I think it would be hard, but I bet we all do it more than we realize, too. Because, like, I'm sure you had your music lessons tonight, but you're not going to tell your wife everything that happened. And I'm sure there's, like, even as open as we are, you're not telling everybody everything. But yeah. we're talking about a very extreme thing, of course. So I think I think that... The lines aren't as fine, but you know, I I think that that's that probably happens. There, but there are like famous spy couples too. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, I just feel as though if anybody tells me anything, they have to assume that I know and Meredith knows. I get that. I, I'm kind of the same way. Uh, I I can't divulge it. I just I'm, got some got some news, and I just immediately told my wife. <laughs> oh <yesterday>. yeah, yesterday. <laughs> nice. Totally. Yeah, and now the podcast world go on, <laughs> and it, and it was explicitly said like this is just between us, and I was like I assume that that means the three of us, <laughs> <laughs> right? I just think that that's probably the case usually for people. I bet. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but it does seem weird because I think here's what happens: if I become high level CIA, which is probable but not <laughs> definite, and so if I become a high level CIA agent. And somebody tells me something in strict confidence. Uh, I think that them thinking that I wouldn't tell my wife is crazy. Well, not that Meredith's my wife, but some points will be my wife. But that's a whole other conversation. But, anyways, at the end of the day, because it would put a strict trust, not trust between us. And at the end of the day, if we can't trust each other, that's ruinous to my life worse than any any public crime i think i i don't disagree i mean i don't have a wife of course you guys both have wife likes or wives proper <laughs> just to gloss over that <laughs> wife likes <laughs> 
but yeah. they're white flags. I, I do. I, I'm sure there are relationships though too, where it's like I really can't tell you this because it will endanger both of us. And I'm sure that that to certain people that's okay, you know. But I I I'm with both of you guys. I would probably have a hard time not telling the most important person to me things because that's. What do you think is something that would endanger both of you? Can you think of an example of what that would possibly? Yeah, be? I mean, I I figure a lot of the information that a lot of those people do come in contact with is life-threatening um aliens but like what is that like what is a piece of information aliens okay so aliens exist right in that world and maybe maybe this world i hope they exist that would be great but okay aliens exist is something that you might not be able to tell your wife but i would totally tell <laughs> me too that yeah i would definitely tell aliens yeah stuff i'm thinking like the stuff where it's like you know the upper people and upper levels of government are doing shady stuff or we're gonna do a coup in another country so that we can get the oil fields or like you know like we're gonna go invade say iraq for reasons that are dubious like say i'm sure that that's could, really interesting that's a great point right you know i'm sure like if you were the person with that information at the time and you shouldn't you know, if you're the only again now, you know how how things uh, dissolve over time. That information could be life threatening, you know, and the, especially now nowadays, as we know uh, the the nebulous government that we currently have, a lot of shady stuffs happening. I think there's a lot of life threatening information that is out there, depending on what you could or could not know. Okay, this is proving a whole other side of this argument, though, because if I'm hearing you correctly, what I think that this is saying is that you have a piece of information. That if you told your wife, she would divorce you because you're a piece of shit. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. <laughs> no, because that's what it sounds no, like. Well, it sounds like people are have information. And you're reading it wrong because it doesn't mean that you're necessarily the one complicit in that information. It just means that you were the one that discovered that information. It doesn't mean that you killed somebody. It means that you might know somebody who killed somebody and that you're the one responsible with that information. And as an American citizen, you are... The what, are you not going to tell anybody, though? What, you, you, you might not want to tell your wife because if your wife knows and she blabs to her friend, then she could be murdered. But yeah, but then you don't trust your wife. By your organization. Because if you're, if you're so deep into this organization and you're, you have these deep secrets, they might just kill your ass if you tell your wife and her friends. Yeah, but this is the thing. Be like okay. Bay of Pigs. Like, go back. Let's go back. Like, Bay of Pigs, right? All right. Do you remember that? We're, Quasi-familiar with that. Well, we don't remember it, but yeah, we, we know we, of we it. We weren't alive before it. But can you imagine being, like, the guy that came up with that, and then you told your wife, and then she went to an ice cream social and was like, we're going to fake a coup in a foreign country. No, but this is the great... Okay, this is the whole thing, in my opinion. I, I have, like, a whole pen. I'm, like, just see that. hard. <laughs> if the audience could see what I'm doing right now, I am really getting in there. This is the whole thing, though, because if you tell your wife something, the whole thing is that whenever you tell one of us something, we both know. Okay. But I don't tell other people. Yeah, but like maybe she does because maybe she's not sworn I know, in. but then you can't trust her. And if you can't trust your wife, it seems odd to be married. No, yeah, but, get, but time out there. Just because you tell your wife something and she tells someone else doesn't mean you can't trust her. Maybe you can trust that if you tell her a certain amount of things, she'll tell people things. Like, th th I don't think it's as black and white as you're saying it. Now you're right. Yeah, you know, because, like, there's certain things that, like, I'll tell you, Anthony, my best friend, and I know you'll tell Meredith. But I, I'm pretty sure there's certain things I'll tell you that you won't. 
Even though you... No, tra- I will. I will. <laughs> well, okay. I 100% will. Okay, but there's certain things that she might tell her friends, but she might not, too, and, like, I don't judge... Wait, but although, although, I mean, this is also putting value judgments on the things you tell me. You could see things as being very important that I think are, like, we just talked about the weather, and so I would never think to tell Meredith. Exactly. Well, that... So that, that is that stands, is true, yeah. but that is not calculated in any way. So there oh, Well, that's that. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying where it's gray. So, like, there might be something that where it is a huge weight for the national security, but also it's like you're talking to your wife, so it's like it doesn't come up because you're like, oh, well, that show on Netflix is more important than this thing. Like, I think it's very gray in that situation. Yeah, I'm sure that is true, that it is gray. But, you know, I feel if I... This pen is out of control, by the way. Never again (laughs) with the pen. (laughs) I like the pen because I feel like it just gives me a little bit more... Gesticula- I can even get even closer to the camera. <laughs> You're like channeling Bob Dole a lot. I don't like it. No, I do not have a gimp hand. I haven't seen your other hand. No proof. <laughs> this one! <laughs> <laughs> That's like the Gene Wilder moment in Blazing Saddles. Totally. I shoot with this one. I shoot with this hand. <laughs> this is a real conundrum. Yeah, because I don't think, I think back to what you were saying, like it, it, it leads mistrust to your significant other if you think that you can't tell them everything. But I don't think that's... I think it's kind of gray. I think there's certain things that just because you can't or won't tell them doesn't mean that you can't tell them everything. It's just like some things you won't because either it's not on your mind or because there's some things you just won't. And it it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't trust them completely. It's just like, do they need to know that you had a speck of pepper flake in your shit that day? Well, maybe you want to tell your wife or significant other everything, but maybe you don't want to tell them that. And that doesn't mean that you don't love them completely. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, at the end of the day, if I had to go off and blow some dictator's head off the next day and I'm not supposed to tell anybody, I'd probably tell my wife. Call in at 929-352-6173. Is that our number? It is, correct. Whew. I cannot believe that I still think about that. How come you never came up with like a what it like uh what it would be in letters like some saying? You know what I mean? Oh, oh, like the mnemonics. Yeah. I came up with a song that's always stuck in my head. And it goes nine two nine three five two six one seven three, and that's how it goes. And there's little monsters singing it and Muppets every time I hear it in my head. But okay. I've yet to actually make it. But. Yeah. All right. But I like help. that. We should have mnemonics. We should figure that out. I listened to seven beats of the Smurf theme song for almost an hour today. Isn't that weird? Singing that one. I don't remember how that one goes. La, 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 la. And it just, my whole thing was going, la, 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 la. Why did you do this? I don't know. I was just really into it. trying to brainwash yourself to become an assassin for the No, like I trimmed it down in logic. Like I just put it down to seven beats and let's do it over and over again. Wow. And that was the whole project. You weren't you weren't working on something else? No. I was I did put other stuff with it. Like I started playing other music with it, but it was weird. I don't know why I, I did I think now that. is a good time to inject the uh, mental health awareness hotline so that if you are <laughs> if you're feeling like Anthony, please call this number. 929-352-6173 and leave us a message. Ask us anything you want about our personal lives or you can tell us um, anything about your personal life or you can also leave a message regarding any topic that we talked about on today's episode so you got three options 
Yeah, give up any of our country's secrets. We'd love to <laughs> yeah, hear them. call in. Call in with the country's, <laughs> with the nation's secrets. Or you can email us the nation's <laughs> secrets at let me ask you a question podcast at gmail.com. You could insta the nation's secrets in a picture uh, at Lamayak Pod, or you could Twitter them. It Twitter them. You could Twitter bait at us. Uh, the I think there's already a secrets. verb for that. I think it's tweet. <laughs> yes, tweet. You can tweet. You can tweet us. The Nation's Secrets at Lamayak Pod as well. And if you want to get in touch with Sean here, he's got multiple podcasts. He's got Sean and Dave Make Music. He's got Not Movies. How do they How do they get in touch with you, Sean? Um, you can go to my website. You can listen to my podcast. My website is just my name.com, SeanArajo.com. Spell that out uh, for us because Sean and Arajo are... Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. It is tricky. S-E-A-N-A-R-A-W-J-O. Oh, yeah. All of that's tricky. Every part of that's tricky. <laughs> just just pull your phone out of your pocket and look at my name. Hopefully, EJ spelled it right. And <laughs> you, can, you can search Hard me. to say. Um, but, yeah, the not movies, we've been taking a hiatus, but we will be back very soon. So we'll have new episodes of that, and uh, hopefully they'll be weekly-ish moving forward. Uh, Sean and Dave Make Music only comes out once a month, but that's a lot more work, so... That's why. And EJ, what do you got? Well, I wanted to say head over to moot.tv. That's where we host the website. Check out our other podcasts there, White Wasabi, which we will be returning soon for, I guess, season two. And also, Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. Also, if you'd like to donate to our show, head over to any post of our show on moot.tv. Click on the donate link. You can donate to us there. We also have merch there. And uh, i just like to give special shout-outs because we got some great friends. Uh, if you are a music lover or music fan, go pick out the new Malibu Ken record because it's really fucking cool. Shout-out to our buddies on that one. Also, listen to the Queens of NC-17. We're going to have them on our show. Oh, yes. We're going to be doing a crossover event. It's going to be six people on one podcast going crazy. It's going to be really good. So always a shout-out to them. Their show is really great. It's raunchy. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's like a fly on the wall of your favorite chicks. I know it's really great. So check that out. Um, they are fantastic. You should listen to them. Also, personally, always check out WeAreAllSpies.com or at WeAreAllSpies for some of my Data Ben Glitch artwork. If you're interested in commissions, hit me up there. And uh, we will have, if we don't by the time that this is out, we will be putting the Greg Aloha mug on the website very soon. Uh probably have it done by this episode if not just check our store why not our store our store check out our store guys it's totally sweet <laughs> we love it <laughs> we love that store buy a t-shirt joel buy a t-shirt joel <laughs> but now now that was my best greg a man <laughs> that was good it was good it was good but he's not with us anymore oh rest in peace greg man he's fucking dogs <laughs> oh, no. Say you can say anything about people that aren't around you. Isn't that the best? That was episode one hundred and one, I believe. If you're wondering what the fuck Anthony's talking about, <laughs> well, right now or then, <laughs> the the fucking a dog thing that doesn't come without some pretense. How much? How much do you talk? How much do you talk about people that aren't in the room? I try not to. Do you really actively try not to? I, I really do actively try not to because of the off chance that they walk in the room. And especially if I'm in a public place and like someone I'm with brings up some some something totally random like or somebody from our past, I'll get like really paranoid that that person from our past is going to walk by and hear me talking about them and be really freaked out that I'm talking about this person who I like barely knew 20 years ago in middle school. 
Wow, that's good of you. That is good of you. Uh, it's for selfish reasons. I don't want to be put in a really awkward situation, but I guess it works out and makes me probably <laughs> nicer and less shitty. I don't know. I wish more people had shame and fear, Sean. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I talk about people constantly. <laughs> How often does that bite you in the ass? Do they often find out? No, never. Because you know who it's with? Meredith. Uh, oh, okay. And she's she doesn't go blabbing all your secrets. Nah. Except announcing now the new podcast on Muta TV, Meredith Exposes Anthony's Anthony. Secrets. <laughs> Where EJ and Meredith talk shit and listen to all of Anthony's secrets. You know what? I would gladly host a podcast called Anthony's Secrets where I just tell everybody my secrets. That's, it wouldn't bother me at all. That's mostly this show, except for we don't let you talk as much. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy when I don't have to talk. It's my favorite. I don't believe you. <laughs> No, I like it because I, I, you Bullshit. know what, you know why, you know why? It's because it's because whenever there's any kind of air, I get really nervous. Mm. So I tend to overtalk to compensate for any possibility of air. Yes, you are and, a bad listener. I agree. Yeah, I'm, I, I know it. You know what? That does play into it. No, the struggle no, is real. It's a hard row to hoe, <laughs> but I am trying to hoe that row, and. It's uh, it's difficult, but at the end of the day, the reason why I talk so much is because I'm ter- I'm terrified of the dead air, and that's and this is not just the podcast. This is my life. It's true. I can vouch for that. It's not only that he likes the sound of his own voice. Can we not talk so much? <laughs> Let's have a, you moment, have a of moment of silence. silence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's end this episode with a moment of silence. Mood.tv. It's great to be back. This is so much more fun to listen to also while I'm watching Anthony's big dumb face on the screen. Buy a t-shirt, Joel. <laughs>